Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is an exclusive presentation of News Radio KMAN, your home for K State Athletics. It's game time. This is the game on News Radio KMAN. It was 10 years ago today, Toyton Family Stadium. Regional Championship, Kansas State and Arkansas. And it's in the ninth inning. Pop-up. Catch is made. And the Wildcats defeat Arkansas 4-3 to make it to their first ever Super Regional as they would go to Corvallis, Oregon. Welcome to the game. It's a Friday edition. Mitch Fortner. David G is in my... uh, Studio. Mm-hmm. Troy is actually filling in for Travion. Slaving yeah. over a hot control board. Just uh, a little bit kind of like, I, I don't want to say that because I hate this term, but a little hoity-toity today, uh, Troy. has What? Been. Yeah, you, you've just been, I don't know what happened oh, over come the on. last like 12 hours or so, but you're acting like, like Mr. Billy B.A. over here. I don't know what. Well, I know what it is. What? Nuggets won game one. Oh, my. Oh, that. He's like, Nugs and four. Nugs and four. As he's punching. (laughs) That video is insane. Sons and four. As he's uppercutting somebody. That's what it is. He's doing it to Travion. That's why (laughs) Travion's not here. (laughs) Travion's like, I don't follow basketball. (laughs) Nugs and four because the heat looked awful last night. Yeah. Open shots, just brick-a-roni with cheese. Woof. Ugh. Well, coming up in hour number two, we're going to find out, did Troy make any money? Because he gave us a lot of bets yesterday. Oh, yeah. A lot of Troy in Vegas guarantees. <laughs> I made no guarantees. <laughs> That's not what I heard. But he did bet four bucks in total. Uh. And we'll see if he made like 30-something coming up in hour number two. Speaking in hour number two, we'll get to uh, Marquise Noel and Keontae Johnson. I've seen some updated rankings when it comes to NBA draft prospects. Where do Keese and Key fall in? I'll give you a little bit of a hint. They're in the top 100. Hour number one is also going to feature a new game. Mm. Uh, We're going to try it out. Cool. And that'll actually be coming up in the next segment. We'll explain everything uh, when we get there. Plus, uh, there is a uh, a new wrinkle in the story of Chiefsaholic. Oh, boy. The Chiefs super fan that robbed a bank in Tulsa before he went to the game in Houston and he got caught. 
He hasn't been caught yet. Man. That's the that's the next wrinkle in this story because he skipped bail. <laughs> and he's been the manhunt has been on ever since. Dog the bounty hunter cannot keep his scent locked in. <laughs> Get him Leland. He needs Leland back. He needs Beth, but he unfortunately needs, she passed yeah, away. Uh, RIP. Yeah. He needs baby Lisa. He needs one his other son. He needs uh, young blood. It sounds like you used to watch it just as much as I did back <laughs> in the day. Dog, dude. The I, was a, I was a fan. Time. Yeah, especially when you have the Ozman as your theme song. You know you're bad at it. You know what's really funny, too, is when he would go to Colorado. You know what I mean? He would just he would just walk around Colorado doing his thing. And I always thought, man, I was that close to dog. I could have just went across state lines and been like, hey, brah. Oh, yeah. Hey, brah. No ice, brah. Aloha, bada. Aloha, brah. He was real Hawaiian, too. He was, dude. He was Hawaiian. He, 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 he was a full gimmick. <laughs> That's what, like, Hawaiians thought about him, too. They're like, you know, they're like, come on. I saw an episode the other day where a lady was taking pictures on her phone of him arresting her husband. And dogs like posing. You know? Oh, for crying out <laughs> loud. They had no shame, man. I haven't seen it on TV in a long time. I know it's not like Dog the Bounty Hunter anymore. It's like like the show. It's on a yeah. different channel or whatever. If you hit up Hulu, okay. Hulu has seasons worth of it. I mean, you see Dog as Dog. Well, he is... He's seventy for I, crying I was out loud. To bring that up, yeah. He, <laughs> but does he still that button-up shirt is still half undone for sure. He's the, still living in the seventies. <laughs> that hair is. I mean, that is a mullet. God, that's a great lock of hair he's got. Uh, let's see. Anything? Oh, of course, we have number one song of the day and ask us anything coming up. But we got to lead off with Brett Yormark in the Big Twelve. Big Twelve yeah. meetings taking place in West Virginia. West Virginia, what are, why are we going all the way out there for these meetings? So, okay, correct me if I'm wrong, but they're in like a really exclusive resort apparently in West Virginia. Like, oh, I don't know. Swanky. I don't, I don't know the details. Yeah. I don't know if like some of this was over Zoom or it was all in person. Honestly, don't care about those details, <laughs> though it is interesting that they had them all fly out to West Virginia That's if they crazy. did go. Uh, but... We do actually have a little bit of info, I guess, on potential expansion, because Brett Yormark had the meetings and then spoke to media via video conference, Zoom, whatever, and of course was asked a bunch of questions, and two specific universities were brought up, and that was Gonzaga and UConn. And there is a, quote, plan when it comes to expansion, and then after those words, there was really no further explanation i could probably tell you what the plan is mm. especially since colorado was not brought up but yukon and gonzaga was what i get is the plan right now the plan is to build the brand in college basketball and i think that's quite obvious gonzaga has made it to 24 straight ncaa tournaments and yukon men's and women's basketball i think that is actually the dynasty of the 2000s. Women's basketball has won like 10 national championships this century, which, by the way, if you ask uh, the women's basketball coaches in this conference, would they be jacked to have Gina Oriema mm. come around a couple of times a year? Not necessarily. <laughs> I, you know, maybe not the most exciting, you know. Yeah. I, the ADs are like, yeah. If you know. ask behind the scenes, like <laughs> off the record, yeah, yeah. Maybe not the most positive answers, but men's basketball has won four titles in the last 19 years. 
No votes were made on membership or anything like that. And every university got a chance to speak up and, and say what you know their feelings about expansion or maybe something they'd want or how they feel about the curtain, curtain mold, or current mold of where the Big 12 stands right now. But Brett Yormark, this is no surprise that ever since he said we're open for business back in last June or July, first of all, that really teed off George Kliakoff, and that's the other part of the plan, is for Brett Yormark to remind old George every day that Yormark is better than him, and he knows it. Mm -hmm. Because ever since then, it's been quality control, at least attempt to by the Pac-12, to say, guys, don't worry. Even though we're losing UCLA and USC, we're we're in a good spot. We're going to have this new TV deal before you can say TV deal. Uh Well, I've said TV deal 14 times in the last week, and it still hasn't happened. (laughs) Something to bear in mind, though, I did see a note today. Apple has its big developers event coming up next week. If they're going to announce a Pac-12, no, never mind. Not likely. No. No. No, no, Pac-12 will be brought up because Apple is in California. For sure. And Washington. It'll be just it'll just be small talk. Right. I I, I don't I think at this point guys think Stanford's gonna be good this I, year. I mean, come you know, on. that's it. No doubt, dude. Cal? Hey, is maybe Cal- the lawsuit between the Holiday Bowl and uh, <laughs> UCLA. That'll that for might sure heat, get people up. heated up. Yeah, yeah no, that it, I I love this idea. You know, we we're, we've been told since day one of expansion talks and realignment and all that stuff. Listen, basketball is number two. No one really cares. It's all about football. That's the driver. And Brett Yormark has made that. He's like, yeah, we understand that. But what a like basketball is popular in this country. College basketball is very popular. Why can't we explore that idea and get the if we come out and say we have the strongest basketball conference in the nation? I think if you're a good salesperson, you can sell that. I think that the idea that, oh, it's secondary, no one cares, you can't sell it, is an old idea. I, I really do. I, I think it's old news, and it's I think it's lazy thinking. If someone with some gumption and some salesmanship can get a hold of that idea and pitch it to major sponsors, that we got the good stuff when it comes to college basketball. We got it coast to coast as well. We got everywhere in between. It's going to work. It will. It will work. The addition of Gonzaga and UConn, and I know like everybody's not a big fan of that because people think, obviously, what's driven the new TV deal and where it currently stands is football. Sure. That's the gigantic part of the TV deal. Basketball is very little of that. The rest of sports is really none of that. Mm-hmm. And Yormark admitted as much in his yeah. comments today that, he's, that while he's trying to make these moves – Football's still the driver. Exactly. And he, and he is, a, like I said, he has admitted that. But he also said no one's taking, the, taking it by the horns. Really, the only, the only time it's really been pushed is the old Big East. The, the old Big East was like, we are a basketball conference. And they, they were successful for a long time. And I think the way that things are shaking out where traditional cable is, I mean, who knows what that looks like in the next 10 years. Um, viewership is completely different, I think, and, and it's a different animal. And I think if you ha- get some fresh eyes on it and get some people that know what they're doing as far as sales go, I think you really can push that we got the best basketball. I think I can't wait. You know, clearly the goal is 
your mark wants to double down on college basketball with the Big 12 already being, you can say top brand, it's easier to say most competitive yes. conference in college basketball, but adding Gonzaga, UConn would make the Big 12 the oh. brand because you have the juggernaut in the East, you have the juggernaut in the West, that's coast to coast, you bring it together. No doubt about it, the Big 12 is obviously the best because you have now a bigger number of Blue Bloods. Mm-hmm. Add on KU and, of course, Kansas State. You have four of the top blue bloods in college basketball (laughs) in one conference. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned earlier that, yes, college basketball is popular in the United States. I would say March Madness is the popularity of college basketball. During the regular season, you probably pick up viewership once you turn the calendar. Right. And get into the next year. Once conference play starts, you're probably getting some more attention. Maybe the early... Preseason, or I mean, not preseason, but like the tip-off tournaments, those will, will will get some viewership. But when you have more teams tagged onto the Big Twelve as the best conference in the country, and you add a couple of more juggernauts, more brands, yeah, the viewership is you're gonna get more money from those that want to air your games. Absolutely, you're gonna have more ammo to fire with. That's what I, it's just. I have a hard time with when people when it's just like we all agree, right? That basketball done. No, we can't make no money off basketball. We all agree, right? 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 And you just listen to that, and people just believe it, and so they don't touch it. Then they just don't go after. It. They don't try to think outside the box in a way to make it something that would be profitable. And Brett Yormark's like, why? He's just he's just asking why. Is it because people are not, they can't think outside the box and think of a way to make something profitable? I see in the next, in the next few years, I think Brett Yormark being someone that pushes possibly for like a midseason tournament, something like maybe not as big as the, um, the actual big dance, but something similar to drum up some interest in that early period where, where it's just like the doldrums of in between like, um, you know, non-con and right there at the beginning of conference, it gets kind of like, eh. but I think they're going to do something big. I really do. And I, 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 I applaud him for saying, let's grab these two big guys and go basketball only. Who cares if everyone else is like, no, can't do it. I mean, when you say no, 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 no all the time, I think you're going to end up like the Pac-12, you know, like where you have no answers. All you say is can't do this, can't do that, can't do this, can't do that. When you when you do that, you paint yourself in a corner. And Brett Yarmark's like, I'm gonna be creative here and try to come up with something cool. And I love it. I can't wait. A couple of more notes uh, that came out of today's meetings. This is what Yarmark told the media. Uh, those couple more things is that the Big 12 and its 10 members from last year's revenue gonna split it evenly. Everybody's getting 44 million apiece. So that means, of course, Texas and Oklahoma will get $44 million apiece. And the commissioner also said the Big 12 will announce a brand refresh next year. That will include different colors and applications, but the conference won't change its logo or name. I got to say, I do like red and black together. Mm-hmm. Purple and black, I think, is a little bit sweeter. So <laughs> blue. let's stay away from blue. No. Stay away from blue. Can't have it. No, that's, no. It. that's just not going to work. I got one more question for you guys. It's about Brett Yormark. And if you guys got an opinion, I'd love to hear it. If you're Brett Yormark, are you under a lot of pressure right now? No. 
I don't feel like it. He's got a contract already in place on the TV side. His moves, at least to date, have paid some dividends. I don't think he's under pressure at all. But you're trying to do something that hasn't been done in college athletics. You're trying to separate basketball from football when it comes to a media rights deal. You're trying to add on to coastal schools. It's an experiment. And it's also a very pivotal time for college athletics. And the Big 12 now is trying to be a trailblazer in a way. I still don't see that, that there's a lot of pressure on him other than maybe the pressure he's putting on himself. I tell you what, if there is any pressure on Brett Yormark when he talks to the media, he no-sells. Yeah. You can't tell. Yeah. He is cool, calm, collected, answers perfectly without giving you too much detail. You know, I think he's one of those guys that welcomes the pressure. Well, he's been, I'm sure he's you been know, there before, just in a different way. I, I mean, when you, you – this, this is the guy – that wants the rock at the end of the game. This is the guy. Do you remember back in the day when they'd foul Jake Pullen at the end of a game and he would run to the free throw line? That's Brett Yormark's kind of vibe I get. He's like, I want it to be pre- that When it's on is when I'm the best. There's other guys, other commissioners we've seen that not so much. There's guys that when they're under pressure, they're not. And there's some... Commissioners who maybe should have felt a little pressure. Larry Scott. <laughs> that just kind of sat back. And, Larry Scott. You know, and made bad decisions. That Did we talk at all about the um, like the Big Ten selling the like rights to things when they didn't have the right to sell TV rights? Did we talk about that at all? Nope. No. That's a good point. We you did know, not touch really on Kevin Warren's miscue there. No. That, that was That's really bad. That really puts them in a bad spot. Our guy has got it all covered. And he's like, I'm coming up with new ideas. I'm not just doing the old school stuff. I'm coming up with new stuff. Well, it feels like a couple of those new ideas have either fell flat or gone quiet. And we're just waiting at another time to pick it back up. Big 12 Mexico really haven't had to develop mm-hmm. on that. Mm-hmm. Even though I, I'm just kind of, I'm like, eh, yeah. about that, to be honest Suppos- with you. Supposedly, that's supposed to be a part of the rebrand materials uh, next week. Well, and also, yeah, yeah. what happened to the Big 12 concert tour? Because mm, uh-huh. when that was talked about, I don't remember when we brought that up. It feels like now it's been maybe a couple of months. I was going to say tournament time. Yeah, maybe. But when that was brought up, your mark said a week or two or something like that. Right. We'll be announcing a concert tour because he was on a podcast right. and he talked about that. I think it was during spring ball, spring football. So I remember tweeting about it and like nobody in the media for K-State cared about it. I was like, a concert tour for the Big 12? Come on. I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> And we haven't heard anything about it. I uh, couldn't lie. Young up. Jeezy is not available. Oh, no. And neither is. What's a. I've ruined the joke there. I couldn't think of a country person on the fly. Listen, the point of the matter is. Like a is, young one. Chris it, Stapleton. It, you, you're going to throw some trial balloons out. Not everything's going to go. For sure. I just love the ideas. I, keep them yeah. coming, man. Let's see. Let's throw it all against the wall and see if it sticks because why not? Why not? Sitting back and. Sitting back and hoping things f- like fall in line for you, Kevin Warren, going to <laughs> just destroy some conferences. Man, it's it's too bad, too bad. All right, well, when we come back, gonna try out a new game. Uh oh, because I'd like to th- think this could work for the summer. No thanks. But if you guys bomb, 
<laughs> Speaking of trial balloons. It's coming up next on the game. Your home for K-State sports. Roberson, option, short side right. Good pitch to Darren. Sproles at the 20. He's at the 15. 10, 5, chugging. Touchdown, Darren Sproles. That is amazing. This is the game on News Radio KMAN. Troy, speaking of uh, regionals for baseball, I got a bone to pick with ESPN. I'll try to get to that at the uh, end of this first hour. Hour number two will feature a little bit of uh, Marquise Noel, Keontae Johnson. Detroit make any money betting on game one of the NBA Finals last night? We'll find out at about 525. Want to try out a new game? And I've seen this if you like get on the reels, if you just fall down that rabbit hole, you just keep flipping the reels and new short videos on Facebook or Instagram or uh, I think Snapchat has them. You can find the reels all over the place. TikTok is basically a real machine. I, I've stumbled across this game, so I totally stole this idea. Welcome to radio. But I wanted to try it out. Yes, I, you know, people steal my ideas all the time, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, those tune in across the country to uh, hear greatness. Yes. And steal some ideas. I've heard uh, – never mind, not going to say it. Jabroni of the Week. Every time I bring it up, it's like, when are you going to bring it back? I've thought about it. Yeah, I've thought you, about it. Stay tuned. Come on, man. You know, Charlemagne the God can't be the only one doing that. He does donkey of Is the he day. the one that stole it? Yeah, he does donkey of the day. Oh. But you you did the Jabroni of the Week first. I heard there was like a regional um, sports host like in California that does a Jabroni of the Week or a Jabroni of the Day or something like oh, that. Oh, my God. Light him up. Dude. I have no idea who it is. What's I, his name? I have no idea. Uh, maybe we'll Google a little bit later. So this game is, it's called Blindly Ranking Five. So I'll give you a topic, and I'll give you one person or thing at a time, and you got to put it one through five, but I'll only give you one at a time. You don't know what's coming next. Okay. And then after you put this person at four, I give you the first one, and you're like, eh, don't know what's coming next, but that's a really good, you know, whatever. Put it at three. Put it at three. Feels like a safe spot. Then you go to the next one, and... Kind of go from there. So I like. This. I wanted to give it a try, and uh, both Deej and Troy will be ranking this top five. And again, it's one at a time. It's not necessarily like a best of all time type of thing. You just rank how you feel. This that person should go in in this topic. Okay. I'm gonna give you five pro athletes that never won it all. Ooh. Never won. A championship at the highest level of its of that person's sport. Ooh-wee. And I have randomized these five athletes to be fair. And my ranking or my uh the order I give you these athletes are in no particular order for me. Right on. So if you're both ready to go, your first athlete, Steve Nash, he never won a championship. And of course, was pretty solid in the NBA for like a decade and a half, it felt like. For sure. And has been mentioned as a potential Raptors coach. That's not going to go well. I loved him as a Dallas. When he was a Dallas Maverick, mm-hmm. that's when I got into the NBA a little bit. Him and, and Jason Terry yes. were on the same team. Yeah, Dirk, of course. I was, like, I, I was like, this team should be winning a championship all the time. <laughs> and then they didn't win one. Nope. Dirk had to win one by himself. They had uh, they had the Lakers in front of them, right? They were that was like they were yeah. in the Lakers yeah. dynasty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Um, sorry, but you know this uh, this list has to get better from there. Uh, he's a uh, for me. He's a solid five. Steve Nash. <laughs> Steve Nash. Yeah. I'm going to be generic and put him at a three to start. Yeah. That's called playing is safe. Your next athlete is Henry or Henrik Lundqvist. Oh, oh boy. Shiza. So he might be pound for pound the best NHL goalie of all time. He was a, he was a uh, Ranger for 16 seasons. Got close one time, but he never won a Stanley Cup in 16 years. The last one the Rangers have won was back <laughs> in the uh, it was like the early 90s. 1994, but baby. He, but he owns about 12 NHL records. I, I could go on and on. But I shouldn't give you all this information. You guys have to figure it out for yourself. I'm just kind of hitting some bullet points. He's definitely above Nash in my book, so I'm going to place it number two for the moment. Well, it's, this is concrete. You don't get to make adjustments what? at the end. This oh, that's, that's the that's the point. Oh, this is a this is an easy. I I didn't I wouldn't care if I could switch him. He, four uh, hockey man. I I, res- <laughs> I respect it just like I respect like the dudes that stand on a giant saw and cut down trees. You know what I mean? It seems very hard and people tougher than I. Whatever happened to that? Oh, I'm a lumberjack. And- okay, <laughs> I love it and everything, but yeah, you know, whatever. All right, so we've had Steve Nash, Henry Lundquist. I keep saying Henry. Henrik. Henrik. Lundqvist. Sweden, by the way. That's where he's from. I love Sweden. Me too. Next is Ken Griffey Jr. Oh, yeah, baby. Now we're talking. Now we're talking to Kid. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's a one. I mean, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how can you not? Especially that season, they had Ken, the Mariners had Ken Griffey Jr., Alex Rodriguez, uh, uh, Edgar Martinez, they had Brett Boone, I think. Jay Buhner played on that team. Um, they had some pitchers too. They had some big time. You pitchers. you were you were you 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 really weren't going to get that one, were you? No. Is it Randy Johnson? Yeah. Randy Johnson's on there. Jamie Moyer probably because he played for fifty five years in the league. Uh, I'm gonna put the kit. Man, this is gonna man. Loved Ken Griffey Jr. back in the day. He was so cool. He wears hat backwards, and all the old people go, "Hey, what's he doing with the hat backwards?" And I was like, "That's my guy right there. He's so cool. He's so right. cool." I'm gonna put him at two. I'm gonna put Ken Griffey Jr. at two. All right, so KGJ. we're th- we're through. Steve Nash, Henrik Lundqvist, did, did, Ken Griffey Jr. Where Troy put KGJ? One. Oh yeah, that's right. We okay. got two left because I'm a baseball nut. Remember that's, that. That's right. So it was hard to find a female athlete. That hadn't won at all, like the greats. <laughs> yeah. That hadn't won its top championship in their sport. But I did find one that was very interesting. And I think this is a name you'll remember. Michelle Kwan. Whoa. So Michelle Kwan was a figure skater. She is mm-hmm. actually now the U.S. ambassador for Belize, believe it or not. She was appointed by Joe Biden a couple of years ago. Uh, but she, I'll give you a bullet point here. She has won the most world championships in her Olympic sport without winning an Olympic gold medal. Really? She is tied for that record. Really? Boy, that is that man. I, okay. First of all, who do I got to do whatever to get the job? As the U.S. ambassador to Belize, man. <laughs> I mean, that job has got to stink, right? I mean, oh, I gotta go back down to Belize. Easy desk job. God, 
Yeah. What's what kind of Belize? Is Belize is, a decent country? Is it rough? Is it Central a, America? But it's oh yeah, really, Central America's rough. It's really touristy. It's like the most touristy of the Central Americas. Yeah, and but a lot of those countries in Central America, you get a DUI, you get executed. Yeah, like it's rough. Hey, hey, hey! You know what kind of stroke a U.S. ambassador has? Dude, you could. I mean, you could do whatever you want. She probably just get win a gold medal. <laughs> you know, what I mean? she just do like, a double axle. She get anybody out of anything. No, she just give me your gold medal. All she, all, okay. all she's got to do is just pull that blade up. Yeah. You you cause any trouble. All she's got to do is just take that blade off, put that yeah. in her hand. You got, like, yeah. diplomatic immunity. So you go, listen, here's the deal. I'm not even going to threaten you. <laughs> <laughs> just give me the gold medal or you know what's going to happen. Where are you putting, um, where are you putting Michelle? I'm going to put her at, you gotta I, put her at one or three. I'm going to put her at three, man. I'm going to put her at three, but that's a heck of a resume. Yeah, now I'm dead because I've got to put her at four. Man, she was that's crazy. She won ten world championships. Uh she won uh she won she won five world championships. Oh, sorry, I thought you said ten, sorry. Uh she won nine US championships, but never won the gold medal in the Olympics. She got silver. And then she was like she was supposed to come back in like twenty six or uh, let, let me double check. It may have been like yeah, I think it was twenty sixteen. She was supposed to have a big comeback, winter Olympics. I uh, mean it was twenty fourteen. And then she had like two really bad injuries, oh. and it like killed her skating career. And then she became an ambassador, mm. <laughs> which stinks, man. I mean, you're just a, what a, a horrible, overworked and underpaid. And she went out on the ice and totally ate it like Joe Biden at an Air Force graduation. <laughs> and then finally, our last athlete for ranking five pro athletes that never won a title is Tony Gonzalez. Oh yeah, baby. Yeah. So Deej has to put him <laughs> at one and Troy has him at five. So here's your top fives. Troy has one through five is Ken Griffey Jr., Henry Henrik Lundqvist, Steve Nash, Michelle Kwan, Tony Gonzalez. Deej has Gonzalez has Jr. at two, Kwan at three, Henry Henrik Lundqvist at four, and then Steve Nash at five. If I were to rank them myself, and just looking at the list, I would probably have to go Ken Griffey Jr. number one. Mm-hmm. I would have to probably go Henry Henrik Lundqvist at two, Steve Nash at three, Michelle Kwan at four, and Tony Gonzalez five. Troy nailed it. He 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 nailed it. That's the way I would I would definitely rank that. I just can like Steve Nash. I can think of three guys off the top of my head NBA wise. That I'm like, man, they should have got a ring. They should have got a ring. Chuck. Charles, Charles Barkley's number one five sure. Allen I mean, uh, Iverson Alan is the Iverson. one that stands out to me first. It's, it's Allen Iverson. Well, for me, it's Chuck. Yeah. And then Carl uh, Malone and John Stockton probably should have got one. I, but a little bit for my time. Right. Allen Iverson was more, you know, he was 90s. So I that Steve Nash in the 2000s, like. There's another, I mean, like, um, and guys that I would just like to see or would have liked to see Vince Carter, Tracy McGrady. I would have loved to see those guys get a ring for sure. Also, Chris Webber, that whole, like, team, that whole Sacramento Kings team that he was on. Yeah, Steve Nash, I'm like, I don't know. I just never could get into that guy. I don't know. The the entirety of Run TMC would have been nice to have gotten. Oh, if you remember those days of the Golden State Warriors, yeah, man, Mitch Richmond, you know, K State alum, mm-hmm. getting a, getting a ring, that would have been awesome. Chris Mullen, mm-hmm. Tim Hardaway, yeah, 
All right, so now that we've tried this thing once, yeah. I want to try it again. Now we got a feel for it. We'll All try right. it again at another time. That's blindly ranking five here on the game. Okay, I got one. It's kind one of a for weird you. game, but. I got one for you right now. Go ahead. Um, getting punched in the head. Five. Okay. Uh, getting kicked in the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> this is injuries that you could occur getting outside. Getting poked in the eye. Yeah. <laughs> getting Charlie smacked Horse. by your uncle. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this was a cool game. This was really neat. I can't wait to play again. And I would say that um, you crazy. My list was the best. Are you happy with your list, Deej? I am. Troy? Yeah. Okay. Hmm. When we come back, the latest development. On Chiefsaholic, still on the run from the police, next. Back on the game, Mitch Fortner, Troy Coverdale, David G, just us three today. 785-537-1350, the number of the call if you want to chime in on anything we chat about. So in coming hour number two, did Troy make any money on game one of the NBA Finals and... Marquise Noel, Keontae Johnson, where do they fall in order when it comes to the top prospects for the NBA draft? That is coming up here uh, pretty soon. Guys, remember this guy by the name of Chiefsaholic? Boy, do I. Boy, does he... Speaking of jabronis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dresses up in a wolf costume, head to toe, with Chiefs gear over the top, and goes to every Chiefs game and basically sits front row. Not only to Arrowhead Stadium, but also to everywhere on the road that the Chiefs travel to. And he's been doing it for a number of years. Apparently, he went to K-State. He's a big K-State guy as well. Uh, but if you go back to December, he was arrested after robbing a bank in Tulsa because it sounds like he needed some cash before he went to the Chiefs-Texans game in Houston. So he gets picked up, and uh, when his car is searched, there's, you know... There's ski masks, paintball masks, CO2 pistols, because he robbed the bank at gunpoint. Crazy. So he was arrested. He bonds out. And guess what? He's doing for court, skips out on bail. And ever since then, the last couple of months, Chief Saholic, his real name is Xavier Babadar, he's been on the run. Mm -hmm. And this has been a couple of months. He cut off his ankle bracelet because he was under house arrest Cuts off the bracelet, can't be found ever since. The latest development is he is now on a most wanted list. So, with that being said, I gotta cue up the music. This sounds like crap. This is America's most wanted thing. <laughs> Do we have the guy? What's his name? John, John Walsh. Walsh. Is he coming out? Oh, no, he's not here. If you have any information on Xavier Babador, sometimes goes by the name of Chief Saholic and Wolfie McSpeedball, call this number, Kansas City Crime Stoppers. If you have any information, they're in a tough spot because, one, he might be dressed up in the wolf, so you, you never know. Is he man? Is he wolf? Who are you looking for? Because they the only picture of his actual face might be his mugshot. That's it, dude. How do you know? You're, you're just like, he was dressed up in the wolf costume. I didn't even think anything of it. I just thought it was, hey, it's a heck of a fan. I picture him when he took off the, the bracelet, he cuts it off. No look, throws it to the trash can. Uh -huh, like Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. How could you not do it that way Dude. if you're Chiefsaholic? <laughs> so I didn't know him. Like, I didn't know about him as the Chiefsaholic as far as dressing up. 
He had a heck of a Twitter, like, he, like he over was, forty thousand. Yeah. Man, he was on Twitter. Well, a lot prolific. That's what tipped everybody off as to something being wrong was the fact that he had such the following, yeah. and and they knew that he had left for Houston, but never arrived. Right. That tipped people off to say, "Hey, what's up with our guy Wolfie?" And what do you know? They finally determined he was sitting in jail. Oh my God. How do you not find this guy by now? You know, I'm sure a lot of people know him. He's now top five. He's now number five on, by the way, Kansas City's Crime Stoppers Most Wanted. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, who said, who's to say he's in Kansas City? You know what I'm saying? He's probably gone. And if anything, has ta- if any of these shows like Most Wanted have taught you anything, don't take your phone with you. If you just ditch the phone and you're off, you know I mean, that's a point. He probably watched Ozark, uh-huh. and like kind of learned the cartel way of like staying, you know, incognito, yeah. staying, you know, where the where the people can't see you. You're confined confined in a certain area with security, everything you need because he has money, right? He robbed banks. He's got the cash. He's like Jesse James, mm-hmm. probably hiding out in the cave. <laughs> I am looking so forward to when the full story comes out as to how much money he actually has at his disposal or has stolen over time. I I am looking so forward to that, given his photos with all of the cars. Yeah, yeah. For starters. Absolutely. And then just literally being able to go to all those games. It's expensive to go to an NFL game, and that guy's there front row every time. I cannot wait for this Netflix documentary or 30 for 30 to come. I can't wait. I bet you they will have him locked up by the start of preseason. I know that's a long ways away. Well, it's it's two months away. Uh, He's already been out for two months, and he's been on the run for that long anyway. So what's another two months? Good grief. But like my first thought was, have they checked OTAs? (laughs) <laughs> he's got to be around there somewhere because he's got to keep up on the Chiefs. He's a holic. Yeah, man, he's got to. He's an dude. addict. He's he can't stay away. He's a holic, baby. He didn't have enough time locked up to be yeah. detoxed. Nah, it's not Banks that's the problem. It's the Chiefs. That's what they're just going to put out like a Chiefs signed jersey, a Willie Rofe signed Chiefs jersey, and he's going to be like, oh, God. Oh. Ah, there we got him. Withdrawal symptoms, uh-huh. shakes. He is this dude. I'll say this though, I think if you can be out for two months and they have no idea where you're at, if you go, if you can get international, you're probably like, see ya, you're gone. You know. But if they have a, if they have an idea of where you're at, they're just closing in on them. I think it's just funny. Like, this is. Uh, but Mexico and Canada, like they both have. Extradition. Extradition laws that, to bring you back to the yeah, U.S. Yeah, I mean, you can never put your guard down. You'll never be able to put your guard down ever again. You'll you'll, you'll have to be an Argonauts-aholic after that. Uh, <laughs> but, like, it's just funny to me, like, these people in Junction, uh, like, a few months ago, um, they were part of a really bad, bad, mm-hmm. bad, bad crime, and they made it to Michigan. Yes. In, in a day. Yes. And they the cops arrested them the next day. Well, it's classic road trip, you know. <laughs> Where are they going? Battle plan. You know, you already know. You know exactly where they go. They're going to take Michigan. turns. They're going yeah. to Michigan. But I'm just saying, like, the cops, they had them. You know what I'm saying? And you would think, if you made it from Junction City, Kansas, to Michigan in one day, you're probably, man, we're safe. No. Not with the technology these days. 
This guy, if as long as he plays it like it's a 1985, you know, he listens to a little bit of uh, what's our boy, um, uh, want a new drug guy. <laughs> Huey in the if news. He, if yeah. he I, a Huey in the Lewis in the news, he's good. See, I, if you don't have a person that could just set you up with a new identity, yeah, you're why are you why are you being stupid? Yeah, there's no yeah. you can't get away without that yeah. stuff anymore. I I come from France. We come from France. Remember What's the Coneheads? Oh, oh for sure. <laughs> so this Babadar guy again, number five on Kansas City's most wanted. I realized here, so this number one on the list, and it's just like obviously like the Kansas City area. Uh-huh. Doesn't include like Manhattan, and I, I don't think Manhattan has like a top ten or anything like this. Sergio Perez Martinez actually escaped from jail. He was like confined because of drug use or what, or something with drugs, distribution of dangerous drugs or whatever. He's number one. Number two is a is a murderer. Well. How is how's a murderer number two? <laughs> and this drug guy, yeah, is is number one. Man, he got a couple of murder. I think uh, at least he's wanted for murder. You know, like he's you know, <laughs> allegedly. That's really allegedly funny. murder. Let's see what else oh. we got. We had a failure to. Oh, that's uh, that's our boy, Chief Saholic. Who else do we have here? Uh, wanted by the U.S. Marshals. That's rough. Uh, there's a rape charge there. Uh, sex offender stuff, a couple of murder charges, a uh, couple of guys for escaping. How about that? Wanted by the U.S. Marshals. Hey, we want those guys back. Like, yeah, I know you want me back, but I'm out of here. Troy, I, here, get us out when we just need to get out. Is that is that cool? Can do. Uh, one more thing I wanted to get to. Um, boy, I feel really bad for whoever has to play Texas in the regional because so. I think Texas, they're hosting a regional, right? Or they're not. They're on the road. Okay, so they, with them losing out in, Arling, in Arlington, they, they didn't get to host. That but, is correct. They're they at uh, Coral Gables. In, yeah, they're so vi- Miami's. Visiting Miami. But here's the deal. Even though Texas is on the road, that game against Louisiana, and it's, I think it's, start, it's already started. I think they're playing right now. It's still televised on the Longhorn Network. Oh, wow. Can you believe that? Wow. I would be teed off oh my god do you think louisiana has the longhorn network no not even you can barely find it in in texas (laughs) why would they do that you got bunny years to get the longhorn network in texas speaking of 1985 you gotta climb up on a pole somewhere and stick a rabbit ears up there to get that but the other so the other game miami and maine which is the second game of the day is espn plus how do you how does Texas have a road game that still gets on the Longhorn Network? Wow. Troy, give me a reasonable explanation. Um, the fact that they are desperate for programming and paid the fees. Ooh, ooh, that's a well, boy. That's a good reason. All right, hour two of the game. Marquis Noel, Keontae Johnson plus Troy is maybe four dollars poor poor today. We'll find out next. Ooh. Your local news is coming up.